0: We are winter. At Hartman Snowfighting, our team is ready for any and all wintry weather we will be getting here in the great state of Illinois. Hartman Snowfighting is a local company that treats each customer as if they are the only one. Hartman Snowfighting performs snow and ice management to commercial, retail, and industrial customers in the Chicago market. For more information, call 224-801. Five five zero zero, and ask for Zach, or you can email Zach at HartmanSnowfighting.com. That is Hartman with two N's. Hartman Snowfighting. We are winter.
1: Real quick, before we start the podcast, uh, some sombering news that came in a few days ago. We lost a Club Four Hundred member. Uh, Ted Seback, I mean, out of the blue, he was fine. Actually, he was here a week before. He was here on a Monday, and uh, he was with uh, Chaz Herdrick. We had an event here at Club 400, and uh, he was a lo- very much looking forward to the Marcus Stroma event. And uh, Ted was uh, basically, uh, back when we were growing up, when I started entering baseball as a young, young kid, and my brother was playing baseball. Uh, A good guy, uh, Kevin Drummle, and him were, uh, they coached together, they coached my brother, and uh, we had a lot of great times with those guys. We went on vacations, we went camping with them, and of course, as time goes by, you lose, you know, contact with each other, but Club 400 brought us together, and uh, Ted was a big fan of Club 400, and he came here to many events, and, uh, we kind of reconnected that way. It was a great thing because uh backs were kind of like the McVickers. The McHenry family, you know, it's pretty tight back in the day. Everybody knew everybody. And uh, it was just a pleasure to reconnect with Ted here at Club 400. And uh, I said on uh, line, I'm going to miss his smiling face walking down those stairs because he was a guy who brought energy and life and happiness. He, he was always smiling. And uh, Ted Sebeck, we're going to miss you. You will always be a part of Club 400. We love you, my brother, and uh, uh, we will celebrate you on May 27th, Marcus Stroman, with a moment of silence. Thank you for being part of this group, and watch over all of us. The Club 400 Podcast is on the air, and it is baseball season, William. Can you believe that? It is. Lisa's calling me right now. She's gonna, she's Should gonna we walk. pause it? No. No? You don't want to take that? Well, we don't have to take it. Are you sure? Lisa's turning 50. The big five zero. Can you believe it? Can she still kick? Should we even talk about it? I don't think she wants us to talk about it. Oh, well, then we won't say how old she's turning. Oh, wait, you already Her birthday is April 22nd. So, baseball started, and we were a part of it. well, yeah, we were part of it in a big way actually uh I, I, well let's go back a little bit back to chris lake brewery william uh uh it was supposed to be opening day actually that was supposed to be game one for the Cubs, and obviously with the agreement it happened a little bit later but uh, we had a great party at Chris Lake Brewery for team Leah and uh it was unbelievable, man. A lot of great people there that night. We had like thirty-seven, thirty-eight uh, silent auction items, and we had like six or seven live ones, and uh, full house, just full, packed uh, to the rafters. Cubs trivia, so great, yeah. Um, it was unbelievable. It was a great time, and like honestly, I was thinking if we could do ten grand that night, that'd be awesome. Uh, everybody combined together, and that would be a, a great team. Team Leah. Crystal Lake Brewery and Club for a hundred Over $25,000 raised that night. And don't forget the Salsa King of Chicago. Salsa don't King eat. of Chicago brought, I think he bought 80 bowls of salsa he had, there. He had 100, Eight, and he yeah. sold them all. He sold every single one of them.
0: And a bag of chips with him. I mean, it
1: was good yeah. times. So thank you, Marty. Salsa King of Chicago, I'm telling you what. I don't want to, like... I had some I've been eating a lot of marty salsa lately <laughs> so, why? I do I do them all too I like William I'm with like you I do all the flavors so uh, but uh, late at night I'll do a mild you know but uh it's like a party in your mouth that's what it is you know what else too he created a special one just for club 400.
0: It was a combination of the hot and very hot. Remember, we tried that. That was a hybrid version, yeah. Hybrid,
1: and it was unbelievable. But very uh, good, Marty. uh, Obviously, now a big part of Club 400. Moving on, and uh, thank you very much, Marty, for uh, being a part of that and donating. I think he donated fifteen hundred dollars, and he made the salsa the same exact day. Amazing, great. That whole party. I mean, it was just it's such so great. I mean.
0: The family that was there, I think everybody was just so appreciative of everything that was done. And, again, $25,000 on a trivia night, and it was it was cool. It was a different venue. Usually it's over here. It a different venue, a little bit easier for you. You didn't have to set up and take down and all that kind of thing. But
1: yeah.
0: um, great event. Great, great, great uh, auction prizes.
1: Oh yeah, it was a team effort. Obviously, you want to thank John O'Fallon, Beth Alberger, and of course the brewmaster of Club 400 Lager, brewmaster. Ryan Clooney. Knocks it out of the park all the time. We love Ryan Clooney.
0: Hey, Nicole was pretty instrumental in that party too. She was she was a rock star. She was a rock star for that one. So yeah, I mean she's a rock star. In she's general. not here
1: tonight. Where uh, is she? She's I don't know. Where the heck's hands? Nicole?
0: Every single time we do a podcast now, she's missing. So then right after that, you had a party over here on, was it Memorial Day?
1: It was actually the uh, Saturday after uh, Not Team memorial Li- Day, Labor Day. Yeah, after, uh, it was no. a Saturday after Team Leo Day. Uh, we had actually a memorial party uh, for a young man, uh, Tony Smith. He was uh, 19 years old, lost his life, um, took a pill, laced with fentanyl, and uh, lost his life. But... Uh, I'll tell you what, William, you know, had a lot of parties down here at Club 400, but never had anything like that down here, but, uh, you know, we tried to um, make the, you know, lighten up the mood as best as possible, I mean, under the circumstances, bring them down here and put them in a nice atmosphere, and, you know, there's some great speeches that uh, afternoon and you know, we had food down here and we had drinks and, uh, but a lot of tears shed. So, uh, I can't even imagine. How old? 19, 19 years, years old. old. 19 years old. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, yeah. That fucking opioids, man. I know. It's crazy. And, uh, you know, Club 400 has been used for a lot of different events and stuff like that. But I was sitting in the back and I was, you know, they ran like a fifteen-minute video of his life with pictures and music. And were you able to get that on the TVs? Yeah, we did. we right. actually did it. Nice last minute. You know, <laughs> Garrity's never where to be found. I don't know where he's been lately, but uh, we got it done. And uh, how about the keg? I was here helping you set up, and yeah, there's
0: a the little keg problem. You got that fixed?
1: We got the keg problem. You know, Joe Rodriguez came over. So we he We got showed that up. fixed. Yeah, we got that. So the- he showed up, but yep. Garrity hasn't shown up. Garrity hasn't shown up in a while. He's got he's other got a priorities. He's got girlfriend, you know. Oh, yeah, he's, he's done. Yeah, he's out. So, uh, yeah. real quick, um, Tony Smith, you know, our prayers are out to his entire family. Uh, God bless you. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, we could put a little bit of closure to your life here at Club 400. So... Anyways, after that, let's go on to a brighter note. It was opening day, William. Oh, my goodness. And I think, we, I mean, it was an unbelievable day.
0: day, wasn't it? Well, first of all, it was the start of a four-day bender, would you say?
1: Is that is A four-day bender
0: back? would be correct. Uh, opening day, so much, like, to look forward to. Uh, not only baseball being back, but back with a vengeance, right? First time without masks in a couple years. Full stadium, Johnny B on the organ, you know everything you could possibly want.
1: The weather wasn't that bad either. The
0: weather was pretty. The weather good was good opening day. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, yeah. we had a great time. Actually, Frank Walker Jr. escorted us up to the top. We got to get a picture with Johnny. We had to go in the his, organ. That was awesome. Booth.
0: yeah. I almost accidentally ran into the organ. Oh, about, by the way, played a few he, extra. We notes. had a.
1: Uh, I had a conversation with Johnny about that last night. He wasn't too happy with you, William. Why? He said that you were a little tipsy up there. I was not. I've got
0: photos to prove it. Well, <laughs> no, that was that was that was fun and just it was just a great day. I I bet there were sixty to seventy Club Four Hundred people down there on opening day.
1: I'll tell you what, it was amazing. You know, and obviously the bleacher bum ban. Uh, rocked out uh, output. output after the game. I saw a lot of wings flying. I see, but you know what? I told Eddie, "Where is the club for hundred beer?" Trust me, Eddie, my guy Gutierrez, he's awesome. Uh, check out output in Chicago. Not only on Wrigleyville side, but he's also really close to United Center, and uh, I think it's. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. Have you been to that one? It's awesome. Yeah, that's have That is home base. Like okay, basically the output on, in Wrigleyville was pop up. Nice, okay. He wanted to bring his uh, wings to the north side, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, we went there Be actually before uh, we went and saw Eric Church. Nice. And that uh, Output was packed, man. Yeah. But we love Eddie Goodyear, she's a big sponsor of Club 400, and if you're ever in Wrigleyville, please go to Output and check out the wings. I suggest a teriyaki, or I suggest, if you like hot stuff, try the high-output wings.
0: There you go. So, what else about Opening Day? What was was there anything new this year or anything different? Well, first?
1: you know, it was great to walk by and see. Uh, Obvious shirts has a new store over there. That was great. It was yeah. cool to see well, Joe opening the new store. Congratulations to yeah. Joe.
0: That was very exciting. We not only got to go to the store, but we got to go to the the bowels of the organization as well. The yeah, warehouse. across the
1: street, the warehouse. yeah. So, so that was cool. But anything else like at at Wrigley that was uh, different or. Not really. I mean, I thought, uh, well, you know, it was always awesome. I got to plug them. Wrigley View Rooftops. That's Wrigley View Rooftops. Check them out. They're a big fan of Club 400. Our guy Aiden over there, we stopped and saw Aiden. Yeah, we did a lot of stops that we, day. Yeah, it's it well, an opening day. You make a lot of stops. You right. move around a little bit. But uh, overall, beautiful day. Like, we thought we were going to freeze our butt off.
0: It was just so fun to be in, you know, packed, full house. Great game, too, you know got to bring home a w get to sing the song at the end it, it was, was, a, fun. It, was a, it was it was perfect day. it was one of my actually favorite opening days in a long time well, definitely it was the first one in a long time with with fans and no masks and all
1: that so that that was great yeah it was like a little piece of normal back brought back to wrigley field and uh that's what's a great thing is uh we, we got a lot of great baseball coming up. We got to get past this bad weather because there's been a lot of bad weather. But well, uh, speaking of which, the next day, the yeah, Friday and after then, opening day. So yeah, me and William head down to Chicago, and we call because William took off. I took off before now. Four days. Originally, the condo was supposed to be finished. It's not finished, right? So well, there's some back and forth happening. But so yeah, we're still going back and forth here. But anyways, we named we named day two. Day two was what? Lemons into lemonade. Turned lemons into <laughs> lemonades. We met Bill Watts and his son out there, Mason, and they were looking forward to the game. They won tickets to the game, actually. Right. And, uh, so we were driving
0: down there. We got three-fourths of the way there when the game was called, and we broke the news to Crawley. We, yeah. we broke the news. Exactly. The so. um, but, you know, we decided we're still going to go down there. We're going to have a good time, and we did. Right straight into, into the night. We had oh, a great lunch. Well, where did we end up that night, William? And then that night we went to the Dirty the Mango, time, the was it? Dirty Mango. The dirty Mango. Oh, my God. Boy, gosh. for those of you that don't know about the Dirty Mango, how much can we tell
1: about the Dirty Mango? Uh, I mean, the Dirty Mango, I think there might be a Club 400 Elite party at the Dirty Mango, oh a goodness. pool party there. I'm guessing there might be. Yeah. the uh, I'm dirty, thinking there might be. I don't the dirty know.
0: Dirty Mango is a bar unlike any other. In, uh, in the north side of Chicago.
1: Believe or leave, William. Believe or leave. Believe
0: or leave. <laughs> yeah, it was all good. It was all good. No dirty secrets are coming out from that night, that's for sure.
1: But we had a great time over at the Dirty Mango. Uh, well, yeah, we might have a little post party there one day. Shout out to Kelly and Allie. Kelly and Allie, we love you. Love you. And they bought tickets. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. To a big day today for Club 4. It's always a big day when we release you know, tickets to an event, but let's, the, let's go on to the next the next day, thing. day Wait, three. Day dun, dun, dun. three, South Bend. Wow. South Bend Cubbies. How fun was that? What a great weekend. Besides the weather on Saturday, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, the weather wasn't super cooperative, but you know what? It was still fun, and actually, Club 400 was such big winners because we were about half the crowd, I think. We had 50 people in a party deck. And um,
1: there probably weren't a hundred people in the park. Well, there wasn't a hundred people in the park because I can tell you this: because Saturdays they have these big promotion there and spin the win. Yeah, we spin the win. We had two spin the win winners. Um, Tammy Crater won a fifty-inch TV, and uh, who, Eddie Clone won the other one. I believe so, yeah. Eddie Clone won the second TV. So there was two 50-inch TVs won. And then our good friends Robert and Angie Castillo won the 50-50. And this just tells you how it is, guys. The 50-50 total amount was $176. It was fantastic. Unbelievable. It was a win so number Robert, I, You know what? I had high hopes. I was thinking more like it was going to be. At least eight hundred bucks.
0: Other stuff too. When we were there, the Evans family got to get called on on the field to do a. And contest. They won two gift
1: certificates for
0: Portillo's. Something, yeah, something like that. They get to do the bat spin contest or whatever. But just so much fun to see minor league baseball and some of the guys that are going to be coming up. It's uh, high A ball down there in South Bend, and um, Ed Howard is a big star of that team. And then on Cole Sunday, Franklin on Sunday. So I got to tell you.
1: Um, Everybody, you know, the whole thing was that Crowley set this whole entire trip up. I got to give props to Crowley. It wasn't me that did it, but, uh, you know, Crowley was going to throw the pitch out on Saturday and I was going to throw the pitch out on Sunday. So Crowley, I don't know. He was a nervous wreck on Saturday, wasn't he, William? He was definitely.
0: Yes. He wasn't himself. Was he? He? Was, he was like Yeah, he was pacing. He, he was worried about this. He was drinking. That. He was like, eh, you know, like whatever. And then he threw a lollipop. He, he threw
1: a lollipop, cheap ass pitch in the home plate, and may whatever. Or it may or may not have been a strike. We were so far away that we didn't really
0: couldn't tell from where we were sitting. But
1: but I will tell you this before we get into the rest of the story, uh, the South Bend Cubs, man, thank you very much. Uh, it was an unbelievable trip. Unbelievable stadium, William. What did you think of that stadium? It has this, uh, single a single-A stadium. That place is awesome. Yeah, I've been to
0: probably 10 minor league stadiums, and it was right there with the best, if it was not the best. Yeah, it was so fantastic.
1: I ran into usher. I forgot his name off the hand, but uh, he was telling me, uh, like this, the owner of this team also owns a significant portion of the Chicago Cubs. He's actually the second highest owner than Ricketts. And uh, he's a perfectionist, and he wants the best hot dogs, and he wants the best food, and he wants the best everything. But the goal down the line is to turn that into a A organization. But to do that, they're going to have to do some major renovations to the stadium. So there's big plans out there to make that place even bigger and better. But overall, with all the uh, minor league stadiums I've been to, and I've been to like five or six of them, that definitely takes the cake, and I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, it would make sense, William, right? If you are uh, Chicago and you, uh, you're South Bend and you can run uh, prospects from AAA uh, down to Wrigley Field in yeah, it's a only, matter of three or four hours. You yeah, know? You know, the other thing,
0: too, uh, I know a lot of people complain about ticket prices and parking and the whole cost of going down to Wrigley for the day, uh, especially if you're bringing, you know, family or whatever, so reasonable down there. I think tickets were like, you know, twenty five bucks maybe for uh, for the to see that. And it was really good quality baseball. I mean, these guys, again, some of the future stars of our beloved Chicago Cubs playing, and they played really, really good baseball. Both teams, and it's it was it was a lot of fun. We
1: we had a good time. It was a great time, and uh, thanks again for South Bend, but I, William, I, I, we were at the obvious shirts, and Joe said, what are you doing this week?" And I said, we're actually headed to South Bend. He goes, let me give you a couple shirts, so he gave me a, a few Cole Franklin shirts, uh, went down there. I said, I'll tell you what. I'm going to wear it when I throw out the first pitch, so on Sunday, I put it over my sweater, and uh, it was actually National, was it Autism Day that day? Yeah. National Autism Day, and um, So it was me and uh, another family whose child was going to throw out the first pitch, and we met behind home plate, and we were going down in the elevator, and this family was having a difficult time. It was a mother and a father and a daughter and uh, this young young kid who was obviously uh, nonverbal communication only pretty much, and um, he was wearing a harness, and we brought him down on the field and, uh, you know, they were, you know, it was a awkward situation because I'm I'm there with him, whatever else, and he's wanting to run around the whole entire stadium, and you know, and he's laying on the dirt, and so, anyways, to make a long story short, uh, I you know, end up trying to help out a little bit, and uh, yeah, me and him became a little bit buddies before the game, and so we walked out on the field together, holding hands, and uh, and we were like. Like, throw, the, throw the ball. Throw the ball. And he wouldn't throw the ball, and he was looking at me. And I'm looking at his dad. I'm like, hey, this is not me. This is you. So his dad went up to him, and finally he threw the ball. The next thing I know, like, here you go, Stu. It's your turn. and uh, Yeah, I bounced it in. I'm not going to lie, will well, I bounced you know it what? in. Whatever. I'm not even, 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 even going to make excuses for it. No, I bounced it in. I'm not going to even give you abuse
0: because I thought what you did for that little boy who clearly, like, you know, bond, kind of bonded with you in, you know, 10 minutes behind home plate and whatnot. Um, he wanted you to throw the ball with him and stuff like that. And that, to me, as a fan, and I was, like, totally watching for you to bounce it in, um, I, I was moved by your... Your, your kindness towards that family and, and uh, especially, you know, the little boy in that day for what a big deal that was to him, you know, and it just kind of put everything in perspective for me. So I will not even give you any abuse. I was, I had like four hours worth of stuff I was planning on doing, but.
1: Uh, I don't Like doink, doink, not But honestly, like I put things under perspective for myself. It's like, man, like this family, like, oh my gosh, like it, think about how life, you know, 24/7 you have to be on guard right. you got to be ready to go and it's like
0: and great promotion that they had there they really were trying to bring awareness to autism awesome. throughout the whole place right. and uh, you could see it all throughout the the concourse and everything and you know what I gotta tell you one of the best parts of that day was you're wearing your shirt cold up and you run into a woman who said, hey, I love your
1: T-shirt. I'd love to get a picture with you. Oh, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like Someone wants a picture with me. They must know a club for a hunter. But actually, it was Cole Franklin's mom. Right. And you told me that. And I'm picturing like a mom,
0: you know, not like somebody who's probably younger than me, you know. Yeah. And so we walked into the owner's booth. We're uh, and Cole's, we realized that we're old. Where Cole's mom and dad were in there, and yeah, his dad seemed young too. And uh, oh my gosh, were they nice? They were like the nicest people
1: from OKC, Oklahoma. Uh, shout out shout to-, to Wes Jamison, Cub fans from Oklahoma. One of the reasons why, like Wes, is one of the guys uh, who pretty much you know keyed me in on Cole Franklin. And I'll tell you what, Cole Franklin, he was out for the t- whole entire 2021 season. His first appearance is what we watched William in over a year, and he hit one hundred miles per hour on at the least clock.
0: at least six pitches. At least oh, he at 100. He, he was throwing and heat, man. He, he had one pitch that was one hundred and one, and his next pitch he dropped down to seventy seven. He's
1: gonna be a, he's gonna be really good. And one thing I learned from talking, so yeah, actually, before we left to head home. Um, we went and dropped off a full case of beer to Cole Franklin's father and his mom in the owner's box, and we said, give this to Cole and the, so the teammates can have it. But uh, So if Cole has any great performances going forward, it's probably because he's drinking Club 400 Lager, right, right William? William, no do you have reason. a commercial for Club 400 Lager? I probably do. Let's see what we got here. Club
0: 400 Ballpark Lager is a beer for all nine innings. Take me out to the ball game. This crisp, easy drinking lager is perfect for a summer day amongst the bricks and ivy. Crafted at Crystal Lake Brewing, this beer is clean and refreshing with minimal bitterness so that you can celebrate a W in style. From Club 400, Cubs fans helping Cub fans. This baseball brew can be found at most places that sell beer in Northwest Illinois or from Crystal Lake Brewing. Beer master Ryan Clooney. Enjoy a beer or six pack today and please remember to drink responsibly we might have to change that one from uh the beer being in northwestern illinois to all over the country the way that it's starting to take off here
1: william i'm kind of mad at cup fans right now why is that i mean i I, i'll be be honest with you we played six games and everybody's judging everybody like oh like patrick wisdom he sucks uh well, it was Frank Schwindel. You suck until he had a great game the other day. Right now, he's but fine. But, dude, like, honestly, when do we ever judge anybody on a six-game thing? One
0: huh? It's not even, it's a
1: series. It's, know, it's, it's unbelievable. A, like, it's honestly, first right. of all, like, how many Aprils, like, William, mean, I know, you're not just a Cup fan. You're a baseball fan. But how many Aprils do you say, oh, my God, I remember that April when that happened? So, April doesn't matter where shit. No, it doesn't. But let me ask you a question,
0: because this happened the other day. This is not a Cubs thing, but it's a baseball thing. So, um, Willie Contreras with a double, safe. Okay. So, uh, here's a question I have for you. Clayton Kershaw, pitching against my other favorite team up in Minnesota. Okay. Clayton Kershaw is almost 40 years old, just came off arm surgery. He's pitching his first game this year. He throws by the way, it's thirty-eight degrees there. He throws seven innings, eighty pitches, perfect game, thirteen strikeouts. And the manager comes out and pulls him. How do you feel about that?
1: I think it's um basically how America is today. Yeah, but Sissy's Really? Bunch of Do you really believe that? Yeah, I really believe that. See, I hey, would, dude, if you're going for a perfect game and you got a chance to get baseball history, I don't. Know. I don't. Know. You know what? Are you say kidding this? me, dude? Like, I mean, like you're talking like, okay, we're gonna go. I think you're gonna go with me. I may twentieth to see Fergie Jenkins statue field, All right, that guy. Yeah, but like, dude, come on. Well, that was a different the pro- game. The prop, I I oh, agree it's all about him. money right now. You know that,
0: William. It's all about money. But the but the, the way that they baby pitchers from from t ball on these days, I think he's running way too much of a risk to re injure the arm. That's my take
1: you, but yes, you speak like a day. true owner. You speak no, like a true no, suit. No. no oh, when no. are you gonna put a tie on over there, William? you gonna oh, put a tie on? You're gonna put a white shirt on over there? Wow. You're gonna put some nice pit slacks on over wow. there? What? All right, All right, I is I that question. how this is for you now? Or right, what? I, I got a trivia question for you.
0: You you were talking about the perfect game. Perfect game. You know how many perfect games there's been in the history of major league baseball? I only Oh you the, put me on the spot now. Yeah, I don't expect you to know, but just ballpark, guess. Sixteen. Twenty-five. Oh, shit. Okay, so here's the trivia question. Have there been more perfect games or more games where a player hit four home runs in one game? Repeat the question. Have there been more perfect games or more games where a player has hit four home runs in a game? Which, by the way, Vladimir Guerrero hit three the other night. And he was on the on-deck circle coming up to bat again. He had actually uh, three home runs and a double. So he was hitting everything that night. So do you have any idea? No. It's actually perfect games. There's only been 16, nice guess, uh, four home run games. Those are more rare. Interesting, huh? It's a little trivia question for the Club 400 podcast. Well,
1: at least somebody's listening here.
0: All right, what else we got here? So we left. Uh, we left Indianapolis. Great trip, or not Indianapolis. South Bend?
1: Oh my gosh! You know, oh, uh, can we talk about how we drove around the campus? Oh, it's probably yeah. the most beautiful campus I've ever seen in my entire life. It looked like a movie scene, didn't it, William? Yeah, it looked like the scene out of Rudy. Oh, well, that's and we, of we tried to see touchdown Jesus, but we couldn't find how to get there. Oh, I couldn't find touchdown Jesus because you know what? William was driving. That's University why. Syndrome. William is the, by the way, driving. William is the worst driver I've ever met my, my entire life. I think I've told you guys about this. I was not driving. You were a terrible driver. The only
0: time I drove in those four days was b- back home from the Dirty Mango, and it's a good thing I drove because <laughs> you slept. <slapped. laughs> All right, what else you got?
1: Well, let's talk about the big event. That's why we're doing this podcast.
0: That's right. What is that big event you said? Well,
1: you at? know what? I'm, I actually, I'll be honest with you guys. We've been working on this for a very, very long time. I want to thank Crowley because Crowley spearheaded it from the beginning. Uh, Club 400 presents Marcus Stroman, May 27th. That's a Friday night. And I'll tell you one thing. I'm it's the truth. We have not had a lot of Club Four Hundred events on Friday nights, but because the Cubs were off that night, we have a great event coming for you. I mean, it is powerfully packed, man. Like William, are you gonna be there? Are you gonna like? Are you gonna be ready to party with us or what, dude? I'm on the staff for the first time. I'm kind of yeah, excited. I, uh, yeah, I mean, you know what? Bottom line is this, man. We are so proud to bring this event uh, to all you guys, like. We are bringing Marcus Stroman to the public for the first time ever. We're going to, he's, this is his first public appearance and, uh. As a Chicago Cub. As a Chicago Cub. Sure, he
0: made some before he became a Cub, but. Yeah. First one as a Cub. And we're going to. And he's excited, too. He's been tweeting about it.
1: Oh, yeah. I want to tell you one thing. When we first started getting, and like I said, Crowley helped us out with this a lot, but, uh. From day one, his main thing was, is like, he doesn't want to hang out with us and just sign autographs. He actually wants to hang out get with to the know people, people yeah. and, you know, talk to them and whatever else. So everybody gets a pre-signed autograph baseball, official autograph baseball. Like, honestly, it's worth, like, over 100 bucks. And You're only paying 220 bucks for a ticket, That's and awesome. money goes to charity. You're going to get a uh, four-hour party. You're going to get a Q and A with Marcus Stroman. You're going to get a picture with Marcus Stroman. You're going to get oh my gosh, we got Felix and Fingers here, dual she, pianos. Felix and here, Fingers, man.
0: Jimmy and Justin, Jimmy and Justin Danny playing Rockett. the after party.
1: Danny Rocket. Oh my gosh, there's so many good things going on here. We are David all Booth, co- the magician. Oh, yeah. William, what do I have to do to sell more tickets?
0: I I don't think you have enough room to sell more tickets, Stu. I'm going to be honest with you. It's like these things should sell out by themselves. I think I think they will, (laughs) and it's for great causes. We talked about that. Yeah. So, bottom
1: line is this: so we can explain it to you all. Here's where it goes: fifty percent goes to HTMH Foundation. Height doesn't matter. Heart. That is Marcus Stroman's foundation. Twenty-five percent goes to the Lost Boys, Levante Stewart, unbelievable guy, unbelievable person. I promise you, before the end of this party, you will know the whole entire story. And the other twenty-five percent goes to Club Four Hundred. And I want to say this, and it's the truth. So, thank you so much for the, you know, HGMH Foundation. That said, you know what? We want to give back to Club 400. This is the first party at my place at Club 400 where the money, some of the money goes back to Club 400. So I, I'm very thankful. Unbelievable.
0: That is totally awesome. I do need to correct you, though, um, because you said heart doesn't matter. Heart. Which I'm pretty sure is not it. It's height. Doesn't, oh, heart. Height doesn't, height did doesn't, I say that? All right. You height, want me to say it again? I'll got it. Height doesn't measure okay. heart. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. Height
1: doesn't matter heart.
0: Measure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, try it
1: again. Height doesn't measure heart. You're going to need to do this probably
0: when Stu's on the mic at the party. So we're going to have to practice a little bit more. But I think you got it. You'll get it. Height
1: doesn't matter heart.
0: Doesn't measure. I said your height. Okay, think of John Benedict. Oh. Height
1: doesn't measure heart.
0: There you go. You that's all it? it took. Just think of Johnny B. All right, that's our show for tonight. We will see you on March 27th. Another a prayer A wall glass barefooted Stroll across the devil's high cold. I tried everything I swear but, hey